episode 54 from Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. Episode 54 from Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. Brought to you by Sandbar Sports Bar Grill. Matthew, hit him with the address. Oh my God, I was getting to that. You just cut me off. <laughs> I wanted to do it today. Oh, Bartley. <laughs> I wanted to do it today. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. I'll do it then. Do the whole thing. <laughs> I know. I always forget the address, though. You're the address guy. See, you want to do it, but you came <laughs> ill prepared. I was not fully prepared. This is like that time in high school I lost my virginity. <laughs> was, I was I was ill prepared? I was ill prepared, sir. I was ill prepared. In what way? That girl, I feel bad for her. That must have been the worst fifteen seconds of that girl's life. <laughs> but the best fifteen seconds of yours? Not even. <laughs> At the time, yeah, yeah. That's what I knew. Mister Sacco was never coming back out again. <laughs> <laughs> comes up yeah i, I but i thought up. i thought i was putting him away forever at the time and he's came in <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> oh it's your sock it is my sock it is my sock this shows are we're 30 seconds in oh, that was quick that was quick that was a high room well, I mean, this is two episodes in a row. We immediately <laughs> talked about masturbation. Right off the get-go. So, anyways, this episode is brought to you by Sandbar Sports Bar and Grill, located in Coconut Grove, home of the Fish Taco, Taco Tuesdays, Whiskey Wednesdays, Ladies Night Thursdays. Watch all of your NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, all of the acronyms. You can watch them there. <laughs> 32 different beers on draft. And just a great place to go hang out any motherfucking day of the week. This is true. That place is legend, as the uh, British and Irish say. You're fucking legend. You're legend. That's that's Sandbar. Okay. Conor McGregor was talking to Sandbar. He would say, you're fucking legend, Sandbar. Just like that. I met Conor McGregor. He's a cool guy. Did you really? Yeah, I told Oh, oh yeah, that's right. You did meet Conor McGregor. Hey, super fucking nice. How he's not? I mean, like, wh- like you're a tall guy. Where did he come up to you? Oh yeah, he's pretty short. He's a pretty short, dude, right? Yeah, like five five, five six, maybe five seven. Maybe, maybe, maybe not even. No, get out of here. You serious? I feel like it was like Angel's height. Oh wow, I still wouldn't fuck with him though. I wouldn't fuck with Angel either. So you know, <laughs> no, but he was super fucking cool. Yeah, if you can beat everybody's ass, you're pretty typically like, you know, like there's you're, no pressure. Yeah, you, he's worth a hundred million dollars. He's a good looking guy. You know, I, why would you be mad? <laughs> why would you, why would you have a chip on your shoulder? I, I don't know. <laughs> he, was, he was very nice to me. Uh, so we we got a special guest today. I feel like I say that every time we have a guest, but, but they're all, they're every are guest special. is special. Every guest is special. Every guest is special. This one is a special one for me. This is a very old friend of mine. I mean, what, we've known each other for 10 years now. It's weird to say. Oh, man. I know, right? Yeah, it's crazy. <clears throat> I mean, we haven't spoken in a while, but, you know. 
That's yeah. what happens when you work in the restaurant business. I was very happy to hear from you. <laughs> I was, I, I, as soon as I saw you start posting that stuff, I was like, oh no, fucking Carlos got to be on the show. I was like, I got to have Carlos on the show. I was like, that's it. This is doing interesting shit. He's fucking making music. Mm-hmm. I was like, got to bring him on. That's a majority of the guests that we have on are pretty much just musicians. Yeah. You know, so definitely wanted to bring you on for that. Yeah, you know, and talk to you about your process and what you're doing now. And it sounds like you got a lot going on and we'll get to that. You know, you're definitely our best dressed guest, <laughs> right? I, I saw, I saw his pants and I was like, bro, that just looks so comfortable. Like, I don't think I I'm like his balls just must be just floating right now. You know? Yeah. They're floating on sunshine for sure. <laughs> I powdered them. I just got out the shower, oh, you know, it's been a long nice. day, but it's like, it's like nice. nice and breezy in here. But I remember uh, watching uh, one of the episodes on uh, on YouTube, and I saw like you know how funky the room was, and I just wanted to add on to that. Made sure nothing matched at any time, <laughs> and I was, I was like, "This is the this is the worst things I could pick out to wear today as well." Well, uh, we love it. Oh, as as, <laughs> as, so, as soon as we walked in the door, I saw those patterns. I was like, "This is a cool guy." <laughs> <laughs> this is so. This is the, the first time you two are meeting. Yeah. A, a fucking square would not. Wear these garments for sure. Mm. No, yeah, I'm Carlos is anything but a square. I would say he's uh, obtuse. I don't. Is that a, is that a thing? I don't know. Uh, how about an octagon? Is that a reference to my fat ass? No, <laughs> dude, <laughs> you, you're the lightest one here. All right, by, by a long shot. It, so you're good. It fucking jiggles. Oh, dude. Well, how old are you now? I'm fucking. Damn boy, he's thick. Boy, boy. Oh man, I just been getting a bunch of confidence boosting so far. This is great. I really appreciate it. Uh, I think I just turned thirty two. Yeah, I, did. I think I just. Yeah, I was born in nineties. So. Carry the two, dude. I've been working on this fucking movie, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm starting to get white hairs on my fucking beard. Oh yeah, and it's crushing me. <laughs> oh well, welcome to that, buddy. Yeah. I got a haircut yesterday, and like the hair's coming down. And like that's when you can really tell like how white oh. you you you're getting everywhere. And I'm just wow, like, boohoo! At least you still have a full head of hair to begin a haircut. That's I'm sorry, man. It's Car- not Carlos knows what I'm talking about. Listen, that's genetics. All right, speak to your parents about that. That didn't have anything to do with me. All right, well, well, well. I was getting a haircut. Uh, um, so you brought up the fucking movie. So what's this movie you've been working on? Um, it's called the South Beach Shark Club, and it's been in the works for about like five years. Five six years, and uh, it's my boy that I've been playing music with since since I was in middle school, and nice. he's the yeah he's the he's the director, um, pretty much the writer as well, and he's a uh, his co producers uh, Pedro Gomez, and it's such a vision. It's so crazy. Um, it's an old school Miami Miami Beach flick. It's all about the the South Beach Shark Club and uh, these dudes. What is the Shark Beach South Club? The South Beach Shark Club. Okay, what is that? So in the late 70s, early 80s, they formed this club, and it's all these dudes fishing off the first street pier for sharks. And uh, there, um, this guy, Renee, was getting a lot of publicity from it. He was breaking records, and it just became this, Sir, this like infatuation the, that people had, and people just were crazy about shark fishing. And then J- Jaws came out, and then it went, got even crazier. Oh. Yeah, so it's its own subculture, and they keep doing it to this day out in the out in the in the Keys on like the Seven Mile Bridge. Right, right, yeah, right, right. and it's it's cool, you know. I mean, it's not the most progressive thing to be catching <laughs> sharks, but now they release them. And, well, yeah. I, well, okay. I mean, you know, it's we're also talking about a movie that's from 1970. You know, or 
you know, something in that era, right? Yeah, Late seventies, yeah. early eighties. When exactly, you know, <laughs> it wasn't the pedo wasn't out there for the sharks at that time. They right? also thought cocaine for breakfast was great. You know, <laughs> it was like, oh, this is great. This is what we need. They were catching sharks and they were catching square groupers. Yeah. What yeah. you mean is not is not great for breakfast? <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe nine out of ten crackheads recommend maybe, cocaine for breakfast. What you do is, is you put a bump on each square of the grapefruit as you're eating it in the morning, <laughs> so you get a nice nutrition. Getting... Nice, nice. You get your antioxidants and <laughs> and your yeah. and your toxidants. Yeah, you go. <laughs> um. And so what you were doing the uh the the soundtrack for the movie? Yeah, so <clears throat> I stepped in right after I graduated from actually I was still in an SAE and I was about to graduate and I just I was so adamant. I was relentless. I was like, let me work on this fucking movie, please. Like I wanted to be part of it. And they need a lot of work to be done in post production. So that's what I was doing. I was just mixing everything in Pro Tools and um uh, it's been it's been a journey. It's been about four months. I've been working on it, and it's just a lot of revisions. And there's a lot of vision and uh, intention on the actual director and what he did because he pretty much did the sound design, right? And then um, I you was were a- telling me that a little bit about that before yeah. we started the podcast. <laughs> it's crazy, you know. It's crazy. Yeah, when you're in that position, and the people that that direct those things are usually really eccentric people. Yeah, and they're you know, so you have to you have to work with that. You have to see that vision. You have to be patient with each other. It's really, it's really has sh- it premiered yet, or will it premiere at the festival? March sixth, it'll be premiering. Okay, and what, what festival? The Miami Film Festival. Miami Film Festival is coming. Oh. I should have I should have dropped that. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Miami Film Festival. It's not so so nerve. But it's it's huge. It's it's a it's a great opportunity. I was able to jump in on it, and then. Um, I was uh, able to put songs on the score. So I was able to score music specifically for the movie. And uh, that's a great feature as well. It's a, that's it's nice. Fucking sick. How many of those did you get? Four. Yeah, wow. four of them. Yeah. And how long, how long, um, how long are the songs and how long does it take you? Do you have to watch the movie? And then like, as you're watching the movie, you're creating the sound for it. Is that what you're doing essentially? Yeah, so I, I produce on Studio One. I'm sure nobody uses that, but I like to use it. Everybody okay. likes like Fruit Loops and Ableton or Logic, but I can pull it into Studio One and I uh, I just pull the the picture up and where it is, I put the the time code in, and I have a reference too. There's a track that were you know enabled they weren't able to release because it's so fucking expensive. It's like wild expensive to get the to get some of this uh, music and like John well, John Williams was one of the songs uh, one of the songs on the oh yeah yeah so that's like it's like ridiculously yeah. expensive and, and they have to buy they, they basically have to go and buy the rights to that song yeah or, or like give royalties for that song it's correct sync licensing that you right. have to pay that's what it's called it's called sync licensing and uh, so yeah but I'm I, sure John Williams is pretty fucking expensive right yeah. <laughs> only responsible for is some of the greatest scores of all time he's still alive for sure man and he just did the Obi Wan oh he said my he, he said he would, he's, he said he was done doing Star Wars and then he comes back and they got him to do the Obi Wan he's been on everything I mean Home Alone was right? that him no Home Alone was Danny Elfman. I'm almost 100% positive Home Alone was Danny Elfman. All right. Uh, uh, Indiana Jones? Definitely him. Definitely him. Definitely him. Indiana Jones, Jaws, Star Wars, any, I would say a majority of the Lucas film mm-hmm. movies mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. are going to go with John Williams. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, he's a fucking master. It was the hardest. You know? That one was like one of the hardest ones. That one and um, there was some song called Old Boat. 
Okay. It was impossible to buy this dude eating something. And it was just like the older the songs get and the more like really, you know, this is like real analog recordings back in the day. They're not using metronomes. They're scoring with, you know, it's like it's imperfect. But that's sometimes that's what people look for. Right. Those imperfections in music, you know. Well, I think that's the biggest difference between music now and music that was done analog is that music now doesn't have imperfections because everything is digitally done. I mean, it, it, if there's an imperfection, it's added on purpose. Yeah. It's, I think, yeah, you know, it doesn't, you know, it's probably why I don't like new music. There's something <laughs> called equal temperament and like everybody is like, if you're producing or whatever, you're sending files to other people, you're always going to be within this range of the, of the 11, 12 notes in, in the musical scale. You can't mess that up. You can't go in between like auto tune only tunes to that everybody. So you go anywhere else, you're always going to be playing to that scale. Right. But if you let play a J Jimi Hendrix record, he's not using a metronome. His, his guitar might be a little flat. They didn't give a shit. They were right. just playing. There was, just, it was a vibe, you know, it's very different. Yeah. It's very super different. different yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's awesome. Man, congratulations yep. with that, dude. This musical theory is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, nerd the fuck sure. out. Yeah, I love, I love it. I told you, <laughs> I was gonna have a good guest. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, it's it was really dope. And the, as far as like the process and how long it takes, bro, some of those songs were like some of them were Trent Reznor songs, and they're really fucking like industrial, and you know they're kind of have a little more of this electronic vibe to them, right. you know, and those were a little bit easier to me like i those were seemed like kind of on the fly like i heard a reference boom i was able to move with it but some of you know the other one the, the other the john williams song that mm -hmm. that's like fucking 20 hours into it really yeah because it's like it's such a dynamic part in the movie and there's so many edit cues and there's a lot wow. of intention and the director's there every session with me the director's uh, 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 over my shoulder like hey, no, what the fuck is this <laughs> but it's dope but it's cool like it's just uh it's about the movie it's not about that's awesome know? man yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah i'm really excited for you guys to see it uh, well, like that, well, like that director, like that's my goal in life is to be an eccentric visionary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he has to be what, understanding. What do you think this is, bro? <laughs> have you watched? Have you seen your background? It's eccentric. <laughs> it's eccentric. That's what I aspire to. <laughs> it's, it's good. Um, I always wanted to be just the rich guy. <laughs> I don't necessarily need to be eccentric. I'll just be the rich guy. I think it's going to come with it either way. Yeah. Um and so with this movie is 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 it has it been picked up by it, like a major studio well, yet or no? Well, well wait. Being eccentric and rich goes hand in hand. <laughs> Because, That's not necessarily no, 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 true. Because if you're not rich, then you're just a fucking asshole. No one's <laughs> even gonna, no one's even gonna call you eccentric. <laughs> no. That's I listen, I know some pretty eccentric bohemians, dog. <laughs> I am a monetary genius. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Kanye being a musical oh, genius, don't but, but he doesn't guy. want to be excited. He's just a monetary genius. Oh, don't get me started with Kanye. Hiram hates Kanye, hate Kanye Did you see the last documentary you put no. on Netflix? No. It's fucking amazing, bro. It's make, it's so transparent. I mean, maybe he's a fucking dick now or whatever. I still don't, you know. I mean, money will do that to you. Make you fucking nuts. But, uh, more money, more problems, bro. Well, well like, it. I'm of the school of thought that, like, money empowers you to be more of yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's like taking acid or shrooms, and it fucking just amplifies the person that you are. Well, you know what else does that? Cocaine. You know what Bill Cosby said? What happens if you amplify yourself, and your real self is an asshole? <laughs> I think cocaine turns you into another person. That Well, yeah. Especially with the boozing? Oh, it's, oh, fucking, it's over. That's it. 
Everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. What right? did I say last night? <laughs> Jesus. The, you know what they call that? The Sunday scaries. <laughs> Uh-oh. You wake up the next day. You're like, like looking through your phone. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You told my girl that I was cheating on her, <laughs> but you, but you, I still love her? You guys are great. He fucked up. He fucked up? You know, like, you just, oh, shit, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't supposed I think to I'm the that. champion at that. <laughs> saying the wrong thing. Saying the wrong thing. That's why I'm so, I was so scared to get on the podcast. I'm like talking is like I always fuck up when I talk. <laughs> oh, but it's great. It's great. It's magic. <laughs> Thanks. It's magic. Thanks. Um, so are you? You guys are looking. The movie is looking to get picked up. Essentially, it's it's going to be on the circuit. It's going to be on the film circuit. Yeah, it's a. I mean, that's the place to showcase it. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of upcoming up and coming talent, and it's. I think it's just different from any documentary I've ever seen. Is it all local Miami talent, including the actors and stuff like that, or uh, there's no? It's a documentary, so. Oh, okay, so. so it's just interviews with a bunch of people that have been in the sun for a very long time. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of amazing people. A lot of amazing people that have been in the sun for a long time. But it's it's cool. Uh, there's just I no, I don't want to give away. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. Leave but an I, air of mystery. I honestly fell in love with these characters. You know, you feel like you know them. You know, I can't wait to see them at the pyramid. Like, bro, I feel like I've seen you naked. Man, you know? I'm going to tell you right now is the time for documentaries. I mean, if you're if you're a filmmaker, that's like, you know, t 20 years ago, if you were a documentary filmmaker, people were like, oh, look at this guy. This guy doesn't, this guy is not, a, you know, he's just saying he's a documentary filmmaker. You know, nobody watches these things. And now documentaries are... Uh, but they're more they're as they're the, the this is the height of the popularity for documentary films and if it's you know if it's if it's even remotely captivating if it's even remotely it. scandalous well you know the 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 murder ones are always you know such uh, bummers though yeah so i had you know i was it was i when i lived in california i, I worked with this really nice uh girl um and her her mother was murdered by uh, the 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 crate uh, Ramirez, uh, uh, the guy, Night Stalker, the guy with the, the Night the Stalker, pentagram on his head yeah, like yeah, this. yeah, the so the Night Stalker, creepy. and uh, that when Netflix put that documentary out about him, she went on Facebook and was like, "Great, they're fucking glorifying this guy," and I was like, I saw it from a whole totally different other angle, right? You know, of like, she went on there and was like. She's a, she, I get it. She's upset. You know, her, her mom was a fucking victim of this guy. You know course, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, she doesn't want any, it, like, she doesn't want anything to even remotely make it look like it's cool or, you know, like, she's got to relive this whole fucking thing all over again, you know? Yeah, that guy's fucking immortalized on Netflix now. Right, you know, it, it's, it, but having said that, documentaries are the fucking thing right now. Like, I mean, they've never been as popular as they are right now. And, uh, you know, second only to podcast. Uh, here's here's the thing, man. You can make a documentary. You can make a feature link documentary for not a lot of money, you know, in Hollywood. Right. For Hollywood's taste. Right. And it can make a shit ton. If it hits, it can like, make a shit ton of money for you. Like, I, I think document documentaries documentaries. I mean, <laughs> What the fuck? It's okay. What's happening? Uh, <laughs> it, like, it really comes down to the editing, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's just fucking dialogue. And then, you know, because, and, and just like How do you sound bites from like, like old that, like That's like a documentary. Is like, it's a, like a huge assortment of like information and facts. And it's about like 
piecing it together to tell a compelling story. Yeah, exactly. Which could be fucking. Well, you know, that's why when people make documentaries, they don't even know what the fuck they're doing until halfway through. I'm like, all right, now something's coming together. Now I can right. put a plot together, somewhat of a plot together, some kind of you know dynamic in the story. So, yeah. Do you ever see Icarus? Mm, no. So Icarus is a uh, the the about the doping scandal with uh, like this. So the the guy basically wants to. Oh yeah, the, he, the, he the, wants the, to he wants to become like Miami, a cyclist. Right? Is it Miami, right? No, that is a uh, screwball. Oh, you're talking about the Olympians? Yeah. The bicycle? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the guy wants to become like a bicycle, you know, like do like the Lance Armstrong shit, right? You know? Um, and he wants to he wants to do one race, no dope, and then another race, doped. But he wants to try to figure out how to beat the system. So as he's making this documentary, he's going to the head of the the Russian doping program, right, to figure out how to how to beat the system. And then in the whole process of that, another scandal breaks out with this fucking guy. So in the middle of this guy making a documentary, his do that documentary that he was making is now out the window. Cause now he's got an international <laughs> scandal for a documentary. You might've fucked on. him, right? Yeah. I think he fucked him, right? You blew well, me up, bro. Uh, well, uh, the, I mean, he ended up the hit. I think it was the first, that was the first Oscar win for Netflix. Wow. That documentary was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a one, it won best documentary of the year at the Oscars. You, wait, wait, sorry to sidetrack. Do you know how much the Kanye documentary sold to Netflix? I, I don't know. It broke much. a record. How much? It's like 50 million, some shit like that. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised either. They've been making it for 30 years, some crazy shit like that. I'm not surprised. I'm it sorry, I didn't mean to throw you no, off. No, I, I mean, uh, I, I saw the number that they gave Chappelle, you know, and I was like, okay, Netflix is throwing around money. And they just re-signed Chappelle for, like, another four projects or something like that, too. So Well, that's great. I'd love to see more and more of him. Oh, I love Chappelle. And then, I, I still haven't watched it, but I've seen, like, a bunch of uh, excerpts on, like, Instagram from the Kanye documentary, Gene Yes. And, like, I think part of the reason that uh, people are responding to it the way they are is because, like like you said, the, the, the footage goes back, you know, like, before, like when he was just a producer, even like before, I think. Well, they, they you could see like on but the there's, trailer. There's for so it. many yeah. parallels between his accomplishments and what he said he was gonna do long before. Yeah, it's a big fuck you. Like, like so, you know, he proved it. You know, and everybody. That's cool because you get to see everybody well, doubting him on the trailer. On the trailer for the documentary for Netflix, like when you leave it on there or whatever, you know how it runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you see, like they're they're they were making a documentary about something, and then one name kept popping up, and everybody's like, "Oh, I've been working with this young kid named Kanye," and I, like I, apparently he was like still like a teenager, right? And like. I'm seeing like all these records that are being pressed by like rappers you have never heard of, right? And I'm like, how much is that album probably worth, right? Just because Kanye did it, right? Like it, not the rapping. You don't even care about the rapping, the right? You're right. You're this is the production, right? Uh, and apparently, like, there's a whole lot of music that he put out there that, like, you know, I want to hear that. People have not heard. But like, go, like going back to uh, eccentrics and eccentricity. That eccentricity, you got it. Awesome. Uh, it's like, it's, it's all about the ratio. That's like, if you're this much of an asshole, but, you know, you can do this much more than that, then, like, people are going to tolerate you or, like, even more so celebrate you. But it's 
so that's I think I think that's where the big uh conflict comes into play where people they don't want they don't want to uh they don't even want to give credit just based on personality but like it gets to the point where uh actions speak louder than words and they just begin to outweigh everything else up to a point i mean it it just you know how i feel about it it gets too much bro i i give you a perfect example but like he was not the most famous person at the super bowl he wasn't he was not the most famous person at the Super Bowl, but he's the only person at the Super Bowl that felt that he had to hide his face. Who? Who are we talking? Kanye. What? Kanye went to the Super Bowl and he had a mask over his. That's face. his thing. Oh, he's yeah. been he's time. been doing but that. But he told everybody that he was at the Super Bowl. He, on, he on was Instagram. on Instagram. No, no, he's not hiding his face. When you see that mask, you know it's Kanye. He's been wearing. He's been doing so, that for like why? a year now. What? what? What, what is he, fucking you. Venom? He did it to upset <laughs> Hiram. He's like, this is for Hiram Cuba to fucking piss him off. It drives me nuts, man. This guy, like the ego on this fucking guy, just fucking Why are you channeling so hard on him, dude? Oh, man. It's just, it, Matt gets mad at me, too. We were, Matt, well, Matt was trying to convince me to go to the concert I'm tonight. trying to think about who I fucking hate. That makes me angry like that. Like, for no reason, I'm like, God, he's such a fucking idiot. Like, person just walks in. <laughs> yeah, right? You just want to fucking sock him in the face. Yeah. Like, God, I this just, fucking guy again. Like, I'm just watching that. Like, Hiram is like, this is the definition of triggered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I would never feel like that about Kanye. Yeah, about- See, but, like, it's, it's also, like, that also happens, what I was saying, uh, to a point of, like, beyond irrationality. Then, like, there's people that still support R. Kelly. Yeah, that's and like in spite of what he did. Uh, uh, listen, bro, I, I don't understand that. Like, I legitimately like. I, all right, he made his. First of all, it's like, I never thought his music was great. So it's <laughs> like it's like, like to me like shit like that I with him. I can fly. That's like it's not it's not even up for debate anymore. Like the no, no he peed on that girl on several girls. He's that guy's that guy's a real problem. That I wonder if, if he did duty on him too, uh, dude. I mean he. At the at the trial, apparently he would like lock people in rooms with him and shit, and not let them leave. Sounds like me and my wife every night. (laughs) Get over here! Where do you think you're going? I'm gonna do BB on you. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Dave Chappelle fucking tore him apart on that show. That show's so funny. Oh, Chappelle! Oh my god! Look, I was born in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. I was born in Elmhurst. So people will say that's not fucking Chicago. It was pretty fucking close. (laughs) And I saw R. Kelly live when I was really young with Aaliyah and. uh, Oh God! I know she was so fucking amazing, dude. Um, Dude, but what came out in that? trial about i know oh my god so fucked up bro you're like oh my and you're and i'm just and i i'm a dad now so i'm thinking i i want my daughter's gonna be 14 at one point i'm gonna tell you right now r kelly would not be breathing yeah like that i i don't care if they got married i don't r kelly would not be breathing like seeing his (laughs) interviews with barbara barbara walters right no, who no, was no, it? no, no, like 60 no, 60 minutes or no. something? Uh, wasn't it? Uh, oh, it's, it's, it's Gail, right? Gail, Gail, Gail King. yeah, Gail King. That's I, who after was. watching, I mean, after watching a lot of his interviews, whatever, but seeing that one and seeing the way he got frustrated for being a piece of shit, I was like, <laughs> fuck this dude, bro. I mean, you know, like zero remorse, fuck that. And, you know, yeah, like you said, like, I don't really fuck with his music that much. I don't, I never have. You Am know? I cursing too much? At all. Dude, have you heard the show? You are <laughs> cursing way too goddamn fucking much. <laughs> We're gonna need you to tone it the fuck down, big guy. Okay. No fucking excuse. You need me, to cut man. that shit out. Yeah, bro. <laughs> no jerking around here, all right? Um, cocksuckers. Uh, yeah. No. Listen. Uh, it, 
I, I, I listen. I hate R. Kelly way more than Kanye West. If it makes anybody feel better, what about Michael? <laughs> Do you believe Michael, his allegations? I don't think man, I ever really believe okay, him. I don't believe back, it. He I, had too much money. I, I'll go after him and, too if I wanted some bread. I've See, gone back and forth on that man. I really have. I don't believe it. And it's fucking Michael Jackson. He has achieved godhood. He cannot be I, judged I, by I, the laws of man. You want right, to hear something nerdy? He recorded Thriller on this mic. I'm a, I'm a sir. SMB7. Really? Yep. Oh. Look at that. Just to feel good when you're doing this yeah, podcast. there we go. Thriller was recorded on these. Yeah. Uh, no, listen. I, Michael is... It, that's a tough one because... I, I'll tell you why it's tough. Macaulay Culkin has come out. I mean, Macaulay Culkin spent a lot of. You remember the the early nineties? Does anybody remember the early in the early nineties? Macaulay Culkin spent a lot of time with this man, like a lot of time. And so did Corey. That's uh, uh, if I remember. I wasn't even, wasn't even born. Yeah, in the early and so did 90s. Corey Feldman. And Corey Feldman was a guy that was like gonna out every child molester in Hollywood, right? Like, because he said he got molested, and he he said Michael never did anything to him, like. You know, and Macaulay Culkin said he was no, Michael was nothing but like loving towards him and like really Fax good. To, you know, yeah, that's true. So I mean, you know, I I go back and forth on that. See, we're still going back and forth God, about man, that. that. But but here's the thing: but Michael's you know the, music was you, you know way you know than the thing else. to go back and forth on. His death was suspicious as hell. Yeah, that's true. Well, his death wasn't suspicious as hell, dog. He was on Purple Fall. Okay, I told you, I had I had a little bit of that. I had a little bit of that when they when I did my colonoscopy. Okay, that shit is amazing. And why I mean, was why was he amazing. on it? Why was he on it? Because Pepsi burned his head. That well, well, <laughs> no, no. But why? What was good? The colonoscopy or the purple fall? Both. <laughs> <laughs> what was amazing? Both. I'm guessing it was both the colonoscopy. Were, both were awesome. Both were awesome. The, the the fucking eight hours of shitting I did before I went to do the colonoscopy oh was God. phenomenal. I think I need that. Dude, I'm I literally so I literally shit out a candy bar from like the fourth grade. I was like, oh, that, oh, I remember that one. Sounds like a, a very like a relief. <laughs> oh, I lost, I like legit lost like six pounds. It was awesome. I was like, all right. Michael Michael was one of those people that was just like he was eccentric, but and and here's the other thing with Michael. <laughs> Not that it's a like a pass or whatever, but. M- so there's a, a thing, there's like a psychology thing that says that like, you know, like child childhood actors and shit always end up, ha- like for a majority of them essentially always end up having problems later on in life. And that what they say is that the second that these kids become famous and the word, they can no longer hear the word no. Everybody is oh, like, they're, they're now famous, so they're now treated like adults, even though they're kids, Right whatever age they become famous is usually what age they become emotionally stunted at as adults. Like that's, that's what they say. Like, I don't know if that's true. If that is true, I mean, you have to think about the fact that Michael Jackson was a international sensation. He invented it. Eight years old. Who was first? Like him or Shirley Temple? Well, Shirley Temple was clearly first. I mean, but I I mean, it, 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 and by the way, she turned out pretty all right. You know, considering all the crazy shit that lady lived through. Uh, but Michael was fucking eight, came from an abusive household. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, he could have been ex- he could have been an eccentric person that just didn't understand, you know, like mentally stunted. Like, yeah, I have kids sleep over at my like, you know, because he thinks he's fucking nine. 
You know what I'm saying? Like he, he doesn't realize that, you know, Blanky. Yeah. You know, but but Michael's music was undeniable, man. He was so fucking good, bro. Reaching out to touch a shoulder. <laughs> Live the eyes on <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> See that girl. <laughs> I know she's watching. <laughs> she likes the way I stay. Why? Is, is there a gate on Why? this? Do you have a gate running on this? <laughs> no. Nah. Or is that compression or something? It sounds like I come in nice. It's nice. You were. Like you were coming in good there. Yeah, yeah this, this just got like a built-in... Uh, Auto tune? <laughs> is that why I said that? No, no, no. It's got a... Possible. That was totally me. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I totally forget like what the. It definitely has a gate on it, so you don't get any stupid noise on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but see, I'm I'm like adequate. You're uh, crushing it. I see you working the video at the same time. With yeah. no, but like in terms of uh, like the terminology of like you know like with sound and equipment and the programs, but I, I've never like uh excelled at it. Like I I could I could navigate my way around like you know like Logic or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck well enough. But yeah, like um, you got beats? Nah. Oh. Nah, but nah, but like. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Nah, but like there, there, there was a time where I was uh, getting a little bit proficient in the studio. Like I was running sessions for artists and like doing oh, nice. like, like a little bit, a little bit of mixing. So you could track. But then, but then I've uh, that's gone by the wayside. He's not. He's not a podcaster. No, no, he's not using my talents to pod. I used, I used to work at this uh, at the studio for. It was a joint venture with a um, with a pretty big label. I'm sure you've heard of them. I don't know if I should say it. Just say it, it's Interscope. Okay. It was a joint venture, so it was like uh, it was like a subdivision of the you know. So we we're so we're working at this house, and I was working with this um, this artist. And uh, it was my first time, like, tracking somebody there. I was fucking nervous. Everybody's, like, leaned out. What does tracking mean? Like, just recording them. Just like. Oh, okay, okay. So they jump in the booth and, like, I. I'm like, what? I. I'm like, all right. So I start running it. And he's like, all right, let me hear that. I. Oh, because they're all fucked up? Nothing. It's just, like, the worst form of communication. Like, it's really, it's tough, man. It's really tough. Yeah, like, there's definitely artists that are easier to work with than others. Yeah. But as like I remember like that way I was taught it was like it was like first and foremost like I was told is like the most important thing is um if you can just remember like what the keyboard shortcuts are like it'll make you you know no that wasn't the problem no no but yeah. just like like just in terms of like how you come across it'll like make you look like if you just you know just mm-hmm. just doing doing everything by you know just uh just quickly. Yeah, they, they were definitely not paying attention to that. But there, are, but the, he came, I remember, you know, it's like $10,000 of processing before it even gets to the computer. So you should sound fucking golden, you know. It's like a Sony CM880 or something like that. That's a, by itself is ten grand. But the guy came out of the studio. He's like, hey, he's like, hey man, I don't sound right, man. And this and his like homeboy that he was with, he was like, hey man, this is a vibe here. You can't be fucking it's time and money. You can't be fucking up the vibe. And I was like, I'm so sorry, dude. You know, I was just, you know, I was mad nervous, too. Right. You know, and I was like, I'll just leave. I'm so sorry, you know. And, you know, it's like, it's one of those moments where you really fucking fail. Uh, you well, know? I mean, you know, but look at you now. No, but it's okay. It's all, it's okay. Like, I'm starting, I mean, I've been working food and beverage forever. I'm a fucking monster at it. I could do whatever the fuck. 
But now I get to start off at something and fail at it and be brand new and suck and learn. And it's like all character building. It's like, the, you know, once you reach whatever fucking goal, you're just going to set another one anyways. Right. You know? But you got to suck to get good. Exactly. No, you it's know? fine. It's it, Dude, it's all part of it. It's okay to fucking blow. Nobody nobody starts off a black belt. <laughs> no, nobody ever starts off a black belt. Anyway, my my dad know? thinks he's a black belt and he's never <laughs> done a single fucking class. My dad is the funniest person. Oh. I was waiting for you to say a joke, but I guess you're just gonna, I'm not gonna say it. Why? Because he said you gotta <laughs> suck. You gotta suck to be good at it. No, he said something. He said his dad was the funniest person, and I thought you were just gonna be like, "Well, at least you had a dad." But I was waiting for that one to come in. Why? Wow, that's, that's fucked up, Pyro. Well, you've been throwing. Wait, hold on. You've been throwing that out for like the last like six. Podcasts. What gives you the right to talk about my lack of a father? Such a fucking dick, dude. <laughs> the fire. Go eat a fucking bag of dicks, bro. You know? Hey, you got to suck to be good. <laughs> I've sucked a lot. Okay? A lot. And I still suck. <laughs> Why don't you show me? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this couch is, buddy? What do you think you just signed away it's before so you? It's <laughs> so comfy, man. Yeah. And I got Snorlax and not, shit. Not Everybody knows Snorlax. Up. Everybody knows oh. fucking Snorlax. He's a lazy piece of shit. I vibe with him. Yeah, Hiram, it, like for Hiram, it goes like Kanye West, Pokemon. He doesn't. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I don't hate Pokemon nearly as what much. What else do you hate? hate? <laughs> what else do you hate? Tell me. Off the top of my head, um, <laughs> Warner Brothers executives for ruining DC movies. You know he doesn't hate. He said this before. He says, "I don't hate white people. I love them. I married one." <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It's a, this is a fact. This is a fact. That's how you could like really put it in your comedy and just start really bashing white people. And you're all like, hey, dude, but look, married to a white woman. I'm married so to a white really, lady. I mean, it doesn't get any whiter than her. It might be the ultimate fuck you to white people. <laughs> what do you think I Look what I got. One of yours. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm <laughs> Hello? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Score one for the team. <laughs> Nailed it. <It's> <laughs> yes. Got one back, baby. Got one back. So the, the so the the DC universe is fucked. Ah, uh, well, I mean, just the 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 we we've talked about this to no end here, but just the the you know Matt Matt. I finally got Matt to to watch uh, Justice League. The no, the ex- you didn't the extended. Yeah, you didn't finally get me to watch. It took him three months uh, <laughs> for this selfish cunt to give me his HBO Max password. <laughs> Okay. Wow, that's way different from what you just said to me. Well, okay. It's <laughs> like remarkably different from what you just said. <laughs> what else do you hate and what else have you been skewing? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I would just like to say he could have gotten a free trial for seven days and watched it. Like, he didn't have to wait. What happens if you forget? By the way, I'm, st- what I'm happens stealing if he forgets? it. Too. I had to get permission to give it to him. I'm stealing it too. What happens if he forgets and then he has to pay for the fucking subscription? The fucking, you know. Oh, one month of five ninety nine. I'll cover it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I see all the equipment in here, and I see that you know money goes somewhere. Right? Oh no! Listen, I mean uh, it's you know it is what it is. I'm not gonna you know he's he's obviously pinching the pennies where they need to be pinched, and that's fine. But he finally saw it, right? However. It came to fruition that he saw it, and he, I mean, I we haven't we haven't talked about it 
And if we, we if you want, you can get into it. But I think what you're gonna we'll say talk is, about it. We could talk about it. I think what you're gonna say is it's clearly better than that fucking piece of shit reshoot that they shot that they put out of the Justice League movie. And did you watch it? The shortened version? Yeah. Did you watch the extended version? Yeah, I fucking fell asleep. Did you really? I didn't really oh, I loved it. I'm a huge Marvel dude. I never really realized. Yeah. I mean, I like Michael Keaton when he did Batman. I'm like, that's a coming back. Bro, that's what I'm saying. But like it's coming back, baby. George Clooney was already like, oh, well, he had nipples on his bat suit. You gotta go, dog. He's so fire. They gotta go. I just wanted to fucking tweak him so hard. But Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer. <laughs> Jim Carrey was in that. Jim Carrey was in the one with Val Kilmer. Correct. As the Riddler. And did a really good job. That was about the best part and who about was that Two-Face movie. Two-Face was uh, Tommy, Lee, Tommy Jones. Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Not bad. That was a pretty good lineup. It was. It was still a shitty movie. Joel Schumacher fucking murdered those movies, man. He fucking murdered that franchise. They, it, he murdered those, those movies were so bad that, that Warner Brothers didn't do another fucking comic book movie till the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Is that Dark Knight? Yeah. Well, well, the first one is Batman Begins. It's pretty badass. That one was fucking dope. I think that was, I mean, that trilogy, yeah, that trilogy was fire. I mean, there's no, but you know, in the meantime, Marvel had done Blade and X-Men and, you know. All of all of these Marvel movies had come out. <laughs> tom, 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 uh, tom, tom, tom. I'm an old piece of shit alcoholic, so yeah. I have to take Tom's or else I die. There you go. <laughs> Power up. <laughs> altered beef, altered beast restaurant reference. Level up. There you go. Level up, Carlos. Level up. Well, Level up. Uh, let's take this time out to say this episode. This Shit. Episodes brought to you by Sandbar. Home of the fish taco. Taco Tuesdays. Whiskey Wednesdays. Well, actually, I think the full slogan is Home of the Fish Taco, where we don't run from hurricanes, we drink them. Oh, is that really the official slogan? That's what it says on the Instagram bio. Okay. Well, then there you go. That's their official slogan. A hurricane is a great cocktail. <sighs> yeah. That's like hangover. High fructose. Yeah, bro. That's a hangover waiting to happen. I mean, it's fucking boozy. Well, since you mentioned it, I did finish the Schneider cut the other day. And this is what I'll say about it. Okay. Do you have notes? Oh, yeah. he took notes. That's dope. Well, because like I started, like I would I would have these, um, like I would have these like revelatory thoughts while I'm like driving or something and be like, yeah, like. And then, like, I'll come to the pod, like, four days later, and it'll just be totally dissipated from my head. So I said to myself, I got to start, I gotta start uh, making a note of things. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the Snyder Cut, it finishes really strong. Strong enough to bring it home. That's what the first one going to do. Right. It's still discombobulated as fuck. You think so? Getting where it needs to go. It's fucking discombobulated. The thing with the the Justice League movie initially, the whole thing was discombobulated. Yeah, no, that did, it just didn't make sense. And then it was uh, anti clamoratory What? I'm out. Clamatorium. Clamatorium. Did you just give Justice League a, 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 a reference a, to the climax? <laughs> I, I thought he was giving it a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> It's got that clamatory dog. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not looking good for it. I need some penicillin. <laughs> Don't thank me. Thank it's like the whole thing with discombobulated, and then it's just uh, Steppenwolf looking like a, a big ass wart. Yeah, misshapen yeah. wart. 
the first one, the way and like the way it wrapped up with Dark Side Two, and like, yeah. like like the culmination of like he had lost the mother boxes, but he knows what an anti life equation is, and like he's like, okay, we'll use the old ways, which presumably is moving through the galaxies with starships, right? And it'll take him a while to get there. That fucking fight scene at the end. The, like the whole thing, dude. When she with, chops his hat off, oh yeah, that shit. When Superman <laughs> comes up, he's like not impressed, <laughs> and they, you know, they they hit him up three ways, sending him back through the portal or through the portal, and then the sequence with the Flash moving time back. That was dope. That was shot really cool. Again, I don't like Ezra Miller, but that scene was fucking phenomenal, and the scene. Where he breaks the window, I thought was really cool. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I fell asleep for the movie. They do, they do like a uh, a scene with him. Well, it, it, it was like an accident happening when and, he's saving uh, Iris West. Right. It was cool, like the glass bends. Yeah. Before it breaks. The only reason, the only reason I wasn't crazy about that is why didn't he just phase through it? Why, like you think he because wasn't of movie. No, I don't no, think he, he had to learn how to. Yeah, yet. he doesn't learn how to do that yet. I think I think that's what the like I think that's what this Flash movie is going to be about. It's going to be essentially about him learning just exactly how powerful he actually is. Yeah, I, I, that, that thought crossed my mind as well. I could see that, you know, like, but the whole it is still like the Snyder Cut is still based on the same principles of the Justice League movie. So it's like getting like that that ultimate. Uh, the end sequence where they doing the raid on the the plate the the, the, the the radioactive home base yeah like everything from the beginning of the end on but even with the extended shit in the beginning of the movie and like the the way the acts are broken up are cool but it's still fucking discombobulated I, and and I, it's still I really liked it Ed. and it's still just another um just another pretty much replicated retelling of that same Justice League formation story, which had been done multiple times in the animated films. Right, but I don't think it's the same retelling of that story because I think Snyder's version is the darkest version of all of these characters that we've seen. Like, Superman's killed, Batman's killed, Wonder Woman decapitated, Steppenwolf. Like, like... What do you mean Batman's killed? Batman killed in Batman versus Superman. Oh, killed! I, you, oh, you just said Batman killed, like oh, kills. Sorry, oh. kills. Batman kills. Like this no, no, is no, no, not no. the same version of like that's not the retelling of the fucking yeah, Justice League movie. Like no, no, no. But like it's it's it's, it's essentially like the like the, the the there's some details, but it's essentially the bare bones of it is the same shit. Well, but I told and, you, I told you that they that. That Warner Brothers wouldn't let him have the formation of the lineup that he wanted to begin with. I'm I'm not saying I'm not I'm not placing the blame. I'm just saying I'm just saying. Honestly, I think the acting was really weak. At, I, t- at times, yeah, yeah, and I think I think what is, what is the cyborg dude? His acting yeah. is like holy fuck. His dad is great. His dad is a great actor. Uh, well, his dad's his. You know who his dad is? The guy from Terminator. Yeah, yeah, of course. Dude. Yeah, I actually <laughs> see. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking of all the scenes. I'm like, oh yeah, I fucking seen it. And the Flash's character, the kid, I don't fuck with him. I uh, thought it was a shitty. I thought he was a shitty pick for the character. I don't like that guy at all. Like I, I yeah, I, like like he the, just that. You know what? 
That's another fucking guy we could put up there with Kanye. Just rubs me the wrong way. Let's see, but the, I get that though. <laughs> just rubs me the wrong the way. The guy walks way. in, I just want to fucking punch <laughs> on his fucking face, dude. Yeah, so like the show with Cyborg, because in Young Justice, they they sh- they showed it uh, to a, a slightly more extent of like like just just the the little glimpse you see, and like but you know like you see like this much, but he's pissed like this much at his dad, right? And so like just it's kind of like visually unsatisfying, like they if if. His dad really pissed him off. But, like, they've done that in every other iteration of Cyborg's origins. Yeah, but that's part of the origin. So I'm saying, look, that's what what separates the men from the boys, what separates (laughs) the MCU from the DCU, is that they they don't just fucking take this shit and just make it live action, play for play. With the the MCU movie, you'll see nods to the origins – but it's a lot of the times it's something totally unique. But I I I agree. But I think it also. I, I mean, I I just realized the statement and, that I was and, gonna say and, is bullshit, and, and, so. and like the movie, like it's just it's just it just felt rushed at the end of the day. The formation. Do you think that if he was allowed to make the movie the way that he wanted, I to have from the no fucking idea. No, I will say. In conclusion, the nightmare sequence. Was dope as fuck. Yeah, that's like I I can definitely see this overall vision. Yeah, with, with the what started with Batman getting these premonitions. Yeah, I remember these that. nightmares with the K, so to speak. Like I can see where this overall vision is going, and it's cool. Right, but just cause like okay, like we see what you're trying to do. It you 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 know you didn't bring in the commission, so you don't get points for what you didn't end up doing. But the whole nightmare sequence was the like At the just, end, just just that just that shot. It it was fucking raw and it was fucking funny, especially when uh when Joker said that shit about like who like who who who's gonna reach around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I forgot, but he was fucking great at that at the end, the way that he does. Uh what I fucking loved about it was watching Deathstroke, man. Like that's a character that uh, I, again, I just keep thinking like DC has all these really cool characters that they never, they just don't use. Properly. Oh yeah, spe- Marvel. Spe- I feel the Marvel's same about take, every, no, but Marvel's every- taking fucking Shang Chi, who's like honestly, like if we're if we're being one hundred percent honest, at his height of popularity was maybe a B. No, they've done you know it. What I'm they, like like they've they, they've done character. it time and time again. Iron Man, for all his like prominence in the Marvel universe, right, was like. A, a B-level character. Right. He wasn't on backpacks like Spider-Man and Batman was. So I, I just recently... Mm. But before Robert Downey Jr. I just recently saw a, 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 like a quote by Stan Lee that they were asking him why he created Iron Man. And he was like, I, want, I was told that I couldn't create... Somebody had told him, you can't create a character that's an asshole and make people like him. Like he's he's an asshole. Like he you had can't, a cartoon though back in the you, day, didn't he? You know, yeah, yeah. Before Robert Downey Jr., he had yeah. his own oh, yeah. cartoon. How many how many people had their own animated series? Yeah, but like Silver were, Surfer like, had his own animated series. Oh, Spider Woman had his uh, her own yeah, animated I series. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay, all right. You got me. You got me. That's good. This is what I was telling you about when I talk and I fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, okay. but like speaking of actors, and I like this actor Jesse Eisenberg. 
Oh, uh, it's Lex Luthor? At first, it was interesting enough, like, that I liked it. But, now, like, but now I hate it. Uh, it's, it. I just thought it was... I. I like him. That's the thing is that I like him as an actor, and I just thought he was so horrible in that movie. Like, I like I. That's like initially going back to like Batman versus Superman or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was different enough to be intriguing, but now he like he's just cunty and annoying. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Yeah, super cunty and annoying as Lex Luthor. Agree, agree. Um, Isn't Lex Luthor like this fucking giant dude? Well, Lex Luthor is initially what he is is he's a is a scientist. He's that's that's what he was created in the initial comic book as a as kind of like a mad scientist. Uh, and then the character obviously evolves, and then in the Superman with Christopher Reeves, mm -hmm. what they did was they said, okay, well we can't make him a mad scientist. What is the scummiest thing that we can make Lex Luthor? An owner of a corporation. Well, co an owner of a corporation, but that corporation is is into what? Real estate. Corporations are people too. You know, and, and, <laughs> and so, remember the whole premise of the first Superman movie was, you know, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the things that they did with uh, Superman Returns was like, you know, Lex Luthor's trying to create more land, right? He's doing all these things because he wants to, you know, he wants to develop real estate, essentially. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> you know? um, Gene happy. Hackman, though. Gene Hackman killed it as Lex Luthor. That's a fucking bad guy that people, like, oh everybody forgets God. about. Everybody forgets that Gene Hackman was You're fucking You're talking Lex about Luthor. the coach from The Replacements? Yeah. <laughs> I love, by, by the way, That's don't a get me movie. started. I love no, that movie. I love movie. Keanu Reeves, movie. so I love that movie. I fucking... You you know about you know who you remind me of. I'm sorry to go off track like this, but you know who you remind me of. Who me? And I think I've I think I've told you this before. What the fuck is this guy's Brendan Fraser? You remind me of Brendan Fraser. What you like? I don't know. There's something about you, and I love. I'll take it. I love. I'll take it. Brendan Fraser, the Mummy, George of the Jungle, Encino Man. Okay, killer, killer movies. What a fucking lineup. Oh, uh, School Ties. Remember that? Is that? But that's that like a was, drama, right? That's, yeah, that that's was like with, with him and Matt Damon. Like before someone's Jewish knew, and they're not supposed he, to be Jewish. Yeah, he was Jewish. He watch was out. Jewish. It was like in the 1950s. And shit. Watch out. Yeah, or maybe it wasn't even in the 50s. It was probably even earlier. That was after like World War II. So he wasn't in Sleepers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to bring up that movie. It's so fucked up. Sleepers, bro. That's a cast. So you you know the you know the game uh, Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon. You, you have no. you ever heard of that? No. So there's a game called Six Degrees is Kevin Bacon. You can name any... Kevin Bacon's been in so many movies with so many different actors that you can name any actor, and within six actors, you can get to a movie that, like... Like, for instance, Humphrey Bogart and Kevin Bacon have never been in a movie together, but you can get to that, right? Like, you can say, this actor, Humphrey Bogart, was in this thing with this person who was in this thing with this person who was in this thing with this person who was in this thing with Kevin Bacon, right? <laughs> God, has he been on that many? That's movies? how many. But Sleepers is one of those movies because it has so many actors. Yeah, like is so Bacon many. His real surname. Yeah, delicious. <laughs> yeah, and his first movie was Animal House. Uh, yeah, he's one of the pricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Man, he plays movie. a great prick, I, by the I, way. I mean, he kills it when he's a I, dick. I mean, he. But I mean, he's awesome. That's a guy that, like, if you talk about like a career. Right, yeah. like that guy's had a fucking career. He man. was in he, Hollow Man. Oh my he god! He didn't even have to with be in the movie. Alex, he was fucking see through. He was with, in the movie. with wait, 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 wait. Um, what's her name? Holy shit! Don't tell me her she's name. She's hot. She's definitely hot. 
Oh my god, she was in Adventures in Babysitting. She was fucking Karate Kid's girlfriend, Elizabeth Shue. Man, she's so hot. So hot, bro. I so I looked hot. her up. You know when you watch a movie that you're like, you're like, damn, I wonder what she looks. I just want to see her, like, because on Google you can see all like sexy pictures. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't, and I saw her, and I was like, man. And I went back and I saw, I was like, yeah, dude, even now she's still a piece dude, dude. She's So I hadn't seen her in something forever. I recently did that too. I do I all was the time. Watching, I was watching The Boys and uh. she's in the first season of The Boys. And I was like, and she's like. Oh my God. She's breastfeeding. She's breastfeeding fucking uh, the Superman guy from The Boys. Tugged it, totally tugged it to that. And, and, <laughs> and I'm like, and her boobs just looks, and I'm like. I don't remember her having boobs like that. I was like, okay, got to go to the archives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, got to go to the archives. And you know, that's what I was watching where I was like, how do I know her? What was she in? And I, it was when I was watching <laughs> the, the, boys. the Boys. Great show, by the way. Great Bro, show. Loved it. That that show is like on a whole nother level. First, first season was good. Second season was... Hey. What? You don't like the second season? I mean, they just start exaggerating shit after that. Uh, it's not as I, genuine. I liked, I liked how the second season ended. Because <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that's something I would totally do if I if I could fly, and like I was like an all all powerful being, like I would just kill everyone. And no, fly he fucking he's, <laughs> he's like he's like is it the end of the first season or the end of the second season where he's like flying over the city and he's like jerking off uh, like <laughs> on the city? What a fucking power move! <laughs> right? And someone down there's like, oh, what was that? What is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is a really good show that I liked? Uh, Legion. Did the Professor X one? Oh, I, I got, I, Professor X is kid. kid. I got Professor through like kid. I don't know, maybe ten or fifteen episodes, and then it was. I didn't see the second season. I only saw the first. The one. first season was banging. Dude. I might have like finished the first season, and like that was it. For and me. it's got the dude from Flight of the Concords as the bad guy. Oh, bro, uh, <laughs> it's fucking great. No, I love but, that guy. But but like visually and how dark and how you, fucked. It's yeah. a mind fuck, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the more it seemed like, then it started turning more into like a X Men themed kind of thing. I was just kind of like kind of deterred. I like the magic where I was like, oh shit, this is Professor X's fucking kid. Like, right. I, yeah. you know, there was like a there was a mysteriousness that I really liked, and like the cinematography in it and the shots I and the music. I was like, that. bro, that's pretty. Yeah, like pretty that dope. show. That show was pretty mental too. Yeah, it was super mental. Like the the way that it shot. Where it's where you don't really know if you're in his head, yeah, or if it's actually really happening, and you're like, what? You like sometimes you have to like I, what what happened to me is I would watch like one or two episodes in a row, and then I wouldn't watch for like three or four days, mm -hmm. and I was like, I got to go back and watch the last because I would forget, yeah. you know. It's you're like, wait, was it real? Was it not real? Like, but going back real quick, uh oh, to the DCU. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you seen Peacemaker? Uh, is that the pun? No. no, no. Peacemaker is the one with John Zeta, bro. I'm gonna tell you right now, you will laugh your ass off. Like, is it, it McCheese on McCheese? It, it, dude, it is so fucking for John Zena. It he, I give you one line. He says John in, Cena. Yeah, I give you one line. He says in the movie, he goes, "Wait, if I <laughs> have you seen the Suicide Squad, the uh, new one, not the first one." Uh, no, no, that's a no. No. So he says one line he says in the movie. This is I'll just give it to you. He goes, if I was gonna finger bang you, I wouldn't use my pinky. That's 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 one line of the movie. I just want you to know it's clever. It's <laughs> it is top notch. Finger. I, I love that fucking shop. What well, like like do care if, if I spoil it at no, all? No, no, I don't give a shit. No. All right, I got I got some things to say. Got some bones to pick. Okay. Some gripes to air. Okay. Not to say it wasn't good. 
Let it out, man. Well, yeah. So first of all, as I stated previously, I hate the intro. Okay. Hate's a strong word. You dislike. Yeah. Okay. Hiram hates. I dislike. Do it. Do it. Do it. Anakin. Let the hate but like, but like, flow through you. But like the in, the intro is funny. It's just not what I want to watch before every episode. Do it. Uh, with that being said, so going off the ending, mm-hmm. ultimately, the Justice League cameo was stupid. And I thought it was funny. And the fact that he kept saying the whole time that Aquaman fucks fish. Here's the thing. The boys <laughs> already did that joke. That's true. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. You're right. And, they did do that joke. And, like, not to say, like, John Cena isn't insanely funny and, and great at fucking riffing. Mm-hmm. But they fucking played it out if by keeping it going. They if, relied on it a lot if, on the show. If they would have left it where he first said it, he saw it on Twitter, it was funny then. You keep dredging it up. It's not, it's, you know. Do you know who I really liked on the show, though? Who? who really impressed me? Vigilante. Like the actor. Like, like just the actor. The guy was like, like... A clear sociopath. Yeah, wait. I'm a, <laughs> like, I'm a clear uh, sociopath. I it's so funny. I'm gonna, I, I am gonna get to that. The Justice League cameo. They could only get Ezra Miller, who we all know you hate, Hiram, and uh, Jason, Jason, Momoa, Jason Momoa, who I love. Also, I love him too. Kyle Drago. Him and Jason mm. Momoa and Justice League. The character development there. Mm-hmm. Was it was it was non-existent? He yeah. had a he had a fucking weird back and forth with Batman in the beginning of the movie. Then all of a sudden, like he has a complete like change of heart. There's no fucking yeah, character. Yeah, I know arc exactly there. what you're talking. And then he shows up to stop all the water and right. shit. And yeah, then all yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like they have this banter that was not there. It didn't exist. I, I felt the same exact way. That part. was another one of the elements that was discombobulated and made the whole formation feel forced. You know, I, I, I'm, really, I'm getting really mad at you because you're starting to like... Oh, man. You know what? That's a good way to put it. The formation really felt forced. It's true. That's how I feel. Absolutely. This movie fucking sucks, Hiram. <laughs> Fuck you. I fucking blame you, bro. <laughs> it's all my fault. I should have been there to edit it, the movie. When I'm on HBO Max, I just fucking scroll really <laughs> fast by it. I'm like, fuck that shit. <laughs> um, so for the Justice League cameo, they could only get Ezra Miller and Jason Momoa. Yeah, because they don't want to. Yeah, like whatever the situation is, there's a lot of speculation on Twitter. People got a lot of things to say. Well. As to why Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill were not there. I have something but to say. if the actors weren't going to be present, they should have. Not had Superman the, and Wonder Woman because they look they yeah. look fucking awkward as hell. It did, and it Superman look, literally looked like he was hanging from wires, and he looked like and not only that, it looked, looked like looked amateur like it, hour. It looked like me. It looked like a skinny dude. Like I was like, that doesn't look like I would be scared of that guy, you know? Like, and he was like in a silhouette, so it didn't, you know, like ooh, he's backlit. So fucking what? It it didn't have the desired effect. I'll tell you that right now. So, and then the only thing they had to say was, you know, John Cena was disgruntled and 
something about fucking fish, and then that shit fell so fucking flat with what Ezra Miller said. It was a fucking waste. Although, interestingly enough, did you know that Marvel uh, mm-hmm. helped James Gunn film that? So Marvel, Marvel filmed that scene for him, but DC allowed uh, the guy that plays Morn. Yeah, because they were returning the favor. They let right. him do the, the fucking what's that called? The, well, they let so apparently he he James they let they let the actor test for James yeah, Gunn yeah, and, in Guardians of the Galaxy, and so they were like, "All right, you guys did a favor for us. We'll do a favor for so you." So for Marvel, it was almost like a backhanded favor because the cameo was so trash. <laughs> it was like subterfuge. <laughs> we're gonna fuck it up. <laughs> here's the, here's where we're gonna fuck this up now. You know what the funny thing is, is uh, I totally forgot that Warner Brothers recently was sold to Discovery. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. So doesn't Disney own them now? No, Discovery owns them. And Discovery is going to get rid of the exact. Oh, wait. It's Nat Geo that's on Disney. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's Nat Geo that's on Disney+. Uh, Who owns Discovery? Discovery. I, I, I think Discovery is its own. Discovery yeah, is that big? It's, That's impossible. They, they, they're done by something. No, they, they bought Warner Brothers. Discovery bought Warner Brothers. And one of the things that people are saying is that because Discovery bought Warner Brothers and because The Rock has already come out and said, I I want to fight Henry Cavill. Like, I that's like, because, you know, The Rock's playing Black Adam. So, oh. so the rock is like, I, that's who I like when I signed up for this, this is what I signed up for. I want that guy. That's the guy I want. And I mean, the, is there a bigger name right now than that guy? Right? Like if he fucking says it, they'll do it. I love that guy. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's an honest, that's an honest statement that like, if the rock says you're going to do this, you know, for my movie they're they'll do it. They're not, they're not going to like. They're not going to risk pissing that guy off because he's any movie that, that he's in is a billion dollars. He seems very patient. He seems like a very pleasant, patient person. That's an act. Or he's an act. That, yeah. That, yeah. That all, all like he's he is a really I just nice like going guy. on his Instagram and watching him eat French toast. Oh, bro. Oh, that loaf. He that big ass loaf. He did it today, bro. He had this. I was like, God, I'm like, this guy's got the life. Uh He's he is a nice person. I've met him on two separate occasions, and he is a very nice person. And I was stocky on both occasions, so I know he was nice. Because he, <laughs> he he could have been like, get this fucking creepo away from me. He is a nice person, but he is also, and he's admitted it. He is also very short fused. Like very. Did you ever see the episode where they punked him? No, but I want to. Now. So I definitely want so to. So they now. they punked him by blowing up his trailer. <laughs> right and he thought it was his real trailer and the, and and this was this was like right after he had just done like i think he was doing the like mummy, the, the, the yeah he, I think it was, yeah like i think he was doing like walking tall or something like that and they blew up his trailer bro and he was being like super you know like he was being the rock and like super nice to everybody and then all of a sudden his fucking trailer blew up and it was like oh shit like you saw the, like you didn't see the rock the wrestler you saw rock the football player like you, you know what I'm saying? Like he was, he was talking about, I'm gonna fuck somebody up, and <laughs> like I was like, all he went, he went straight from like Disney to like Cinemax after twelve <laughs> like, to ECW. It's, it's like he was, I mean, you know, he's he's got a persona, and he's fucking. Uh, so the XFL that is uh-huh. the 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 football league that that Vince McMahon, McMahon owned. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Vince McMahon owned it. Okay. 
It failed for the second time. The Rock's ex-wife and The Rock purchased it, okay, for $25 million. And the NFL came out today and said that they've merged with the XFL. And the XFL will be like a feeding, like like the minor leagues. That's fucking dope. To the to the to the NFL, bro. They bought that shit for twenty five million bucks. Mm-hmm. What do you think? That's his fucking tequila is worth over a billion dollars. Terramana, yeah. dude. I mean, he's good juice. It's good juice. I mean, he's got what are they? What do the Hawaiians call it? Mana, mana, mana. Right. Well, Mahala means family. <laughs> Does it? I don't know. Isn't that Lilo and Stitch? My dog. Oh, my dog. My 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 daughter loves that. She loves Stitch. She used to imitate him. <laughs> you know the fucking. I had to stop letting her watch it because <laughs> I was like, dude, you sound like a feral dog when we're at the park. I'm like, I need you to calm down. <laughs> you can't be making me look bad in front of these single moms, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? If anything, they become concerned. They're like, oh, does she need help with anything? You know, maybe maybe it'll work out in your favor. She's hitting little kids. Oh, um. Anyways, hey, what was your name again? Carlos. It doesn't matter no, what your name is. You know, he used to be a villain. He used to be a villain, dude. Walked right into that. One. The millions. It doesn't matter what your name is, dude. dude. <laughs> I used I used to fucking be obsessed with WWE. Oh well, when when it was him, when it was him and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Triple H, bro, and DX. I remember and, they brought Cactus Back Jack. Oh, Cactus, Cactus Jack. Jack back. Oh man, and when then Hell in the Cell with Triple H and some crazy. No, show. with him. Well, the, the the Undertaker and Mankind Hell in the Cell is like the most classic. That's one when of he went through. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, <laughs> like, so the first one. So the thing that people always like. The first one where where Undertaker throws him off the top of the hell of the cell, that one was scripted. They knew that they were going to do that before the match, right? Then they go back all the way up to the top of the hell of the cell, okay? And the Undertaker is supposed to pick him up and give him like a, you know, like a fucking, you know, a, choke slam. You know like a choke slam, right? Mm-hmm. And he fucking choke slams him and the cage buckles. And... Mankind just falls. Mick Foley just falls from the top of the cage all the way down. And if you look, he literally does land on his neck. It, it, it literally is like the weight of his body does. Like the fact that the guy's not paralyzed. So when that happened, Undertaker is standing at the top looking down. And every you know everybody thinks it's part of the show, right? And he's looking down and he's like, I think I just killed this guy. Like, he said it. Like, he's talked about it. He's like, I think I just killed this guy. Like, I, like, you know, that wasn't supposed to happen. He wasn't supposed to fall like that. And then the referees are coming in. And then Mick Foley's like, no, nah, let it go. Let's go. Keep, let's keep the match going. <laughs> That's how he was, though. Mick like, Foley was that guy, you dude, know? He was all about just entertaining, entertaining people. I've seen, there was this, remember, I remember this really old documentary with the snake dude or whatever. Oh, like uh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Beyond the Ring. Yes. Oh, what Beyond, the mat. Beyond the Mat. Bro, Beyond the Mat. Beyond the Mat. That's a fucked up documentary, yeah, bro. dude. Bro, Jake the Snake, man, what you know? Fuck actually, the wrestler. Watch that shit. Yeah, well, the wrestler is based on Jake the Snake's life. There you go. The, the wrestler is actually based off of like I kind know. of what happened with Jake the Snake. Sure. Um, but you know that guy has done a one eighty. He he's now with Diamond Dallas Page. Does a he's like completely sober. Does a Diamond Dallas oh, Page shit. yoga and the whole thing and like like turn his life around. But like he was on like death's door for a long fucking time, dude. 
Um, and that's that. Like a lot of those wrestlers are like that, though, man. Like <laughs> it's they, such they, a piece of shit uh, lifestyle. Uh, I mean, it really. I mean, ending up like The Rock or Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold Steve Austin in that business is like it's the exception, not the yeah. Role. It's it's not you know that's not how how it turns out generally. You know, B- David Bautista was talking about like he was essentially like broke, like when he got the Guardians of the Galaxy role like that essentially ended up changing his life right like he was and he was a wwe champion right like this i mean he was obviously so famous that he could do movies right right? and 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 he was he said he said he's dead broke like dead broke like he wasn't sure what was going to happen if he didn't get that part you know what i'm saying like those guys don't have they don't have health insurance they like that's a that is a Rough lifestyle. That is a rough what's, lifestyle. What's the documentary that just came out about uh about man? What is it? it's not Eddie Guerrero? It's Eddie Guerrero's boy, bro. And he killed, oh, he's killed his whole family oh, and shit. Oh, Chris Benoit. Chris Ben White. Chris Ben White. That's what Chris Angle, dude, Kurt Angle, used to call him out. Dude, that was so That's so sad. It's fucking wild. Well, I mean, the guy was like literally dripping testosterone, like sweating, like. You would see his frame, and he was like maybe five eight, five. Maybe, let's say five ten, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, he cannot put another pound of muscle. There's no way, like that, that body can hold one more pound of muscle. And he was juicing, and man, he killed his whole family, and then he killed himself. I don't know if that's like the hits in the head that make you do that shit. Oh, or? it's definitely. I mean, like, I mean, you know, the CTE that that guy probably had was, and I'm sure a lot of these wrestlers have CTE. You know. That's that's gotta be. I mean, they're taking chair shots to the fucking face Man, on a nightly, dude. I mean, I think about killing my wife all the time, but I don't actually do it. You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm scared to answer. God, no. I'm a fr- listen. I sleep with one eye open, like Metallica. Sleep with one eye open. Nah, all right, Hiram. Gripping your pillow tight. What? I gotta get back to it. At Justice League. No, Peacemaker. Peacemaker, go ahead. And retroactively, a further review of the Suicide Squad. So going from the Justice League cameo, which was awkward as hell. Okay. After you you see the shit in the hospital with uh, Ebba Bayou, I think I said the name wrong. Ebba Bayou. Eb, yeah, wait, say it again. Ebba Bayou. Ebba Bayou. Uh, and all that shit. At the very end, you see Judo Master uh, in anguish eating Cheetos at the at the side of the barn blew up with all right. the bodies. How the fuck? Did he know? No, the Justice League was there, right? Uh-huh. We know that because of the little stupid-ass cameo. <laughs> Why was this scene not secured like days later or whenever it was? <laughs> the bodies are just there, Okay. This is the definition of like not you didn't think that all the way through. The Justice League. Why is the scene not secure here? Who's <laughs> who's responsible for this? So we can have fucking judo masters fucking we eating got a Cheetos. On site eating Cheetos. That what do you think about that character? Uh, I mean, he was cool. I thought he was funny. <laughs> the fucking flicking the Cheetos thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was and he's freaking badass too. Oh yeah. And so Peacemaker ultimately 
was way too flippant. I hate when you do that. <laughs> What's flippant? When I enunciate? No. When you throw like these words, they, like you know exactly what you did when you said flippant. Okay? You know exactly what you did. What did I do, Hiram? You threw in a special SAT word, okay, to make it sound better. It's and fl- now it's, I'm it's confused. Flippant. It's like an irreverent attitude. Okay. Thank you. So the point of a live action adaptation oh. at the end of the day okay, here we go. is to be realistic, right? Which seems counterintuitive when you're talking about like superheroes. That's not the case. But that's like that's the difference between like a live action and a cartoon. I disagree right? with you on that wholeheartedly. No, a live action is supposed to like cuz with, with a cartoon, you know, shit could be animated. Like you're looking at that's a cartoon. That's what a cartoon is. But when it's live action, right? Uh-huh. You it's looking to be based in reality as much as possible. Like I, it, I, it's supposed I, to be in like an accurate depiction of oh, re, of that reality, not this reality. Okay, but listen, listen. Peacemaker doesn't work logistically. Uh-oh. Tell me why he doesn't work logistically. I want to I want to make sure you know exactly. There's holes in this shit. There's got to be. So first of all, it's it's still weird for a peacemaker that they let him recover in his hometown hospital <laughs> and then with quotation marks recruit him. That's the whole point of Task Force X, the Suicide Squad, is that they've got him in Bell Reeve. They've got the chips in them. They've got hospital facilities there. That's the whole fucking point is to keep tabs and send them out on missions, and they're fucking disposable. They were setting him up from the beginning. They wanted him. They wanted Like, I get what you're saying, but, like, they set him up from the beginning. Like, they wanted him to believe that he was free at first and then bring him into this thing. Like, it wasn't. Oh, you know what? I'll give you that. Yeah. Because Amanda Waller wanted her to plant the diary. That's right. So I, I could see that. That's right. That's right. Come at me, bro. Come at me. All right. I'll, I'll give you that. All right. The whole, his in his hometown shit, though, it still doesn't work logistically. The way he's just running around and the like, the cops are, like, clueless as to his whereabouts. That, that's a small town. And he's creating a lot of noise. <laughs> You're too much, bro. You're looking at this way I want you to watch my movie. I want to, I want you to watch a movie I'm, wa- I'm working on, and I want you to give me <laughs> your insight. No, but I actually, I really do. Oh, I, I really, int- I really want to get his, his I insight. I love his on insight. It. No, for sure. That's cool. I like how you break it down. Furthermore, uh oh. <laughs> furthermore, I still don't understand why James Gunn had him kill the cow. Is a waste of character development. Why? He has to kill the cow. No, after all that. After all that emotional growth he experienced, and then him and Goff, like Bond, yeah, with like Warwick coming to an understanding, and like Goff broke it down for him. And so he said, he's like, there was no way I could kill the cow, and like my team is still gonna get out safe. Why not? It felt like overkill. You're killing me here. And another huge waste of life over a misunderstanding, just <laughs> like that exceptionally amazing slaughter sequence when Bloodsport and Peacemaker 
were killing what ended up being the rebel camp. In Suicide Squad? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good, though. That was a good scene. And, yeah, for me, it, it like, boots on the ground, it didn't work logistically for me. I, the way they're out there just mean in the diner, like, there was there was so much. Do you know, do you know the scene where he plays the piano? Oh, yeah, that was beautiful. You know, he played the piano. He actually played that song. That's actually him playing the piano. I was like, I figure. Fuck it. John Zena can play the piano? He speaks Mandarin, too. You know that. Did you did you see his apology to the Chinese people? Shut the fuck up. So he 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 was promoting the Fast and the Furious movie. Uh-huh. And he called Taiwan a country. Right. And China wants like China doesn't recognize Taiwan as its own independent country. China believes that. Taiwan is a part of China, right? And there's a a whole huge thing about it, right? So China was pissed. And they were like, well, we're not going to let the Fast and the Furious movie, like, release. And that's a huge chunk of their market. John Zena comes out, a whole interview, like, not an interview, like a whole thing, speaking perfect Mandarin, bro. I was like, no fucking way. Like, I was like, they dubbed that. I'm like, there's no fucking way this guy knows perfect Mandarin. Apparently, he's been studying for, like, 10 years. Nah, man. They jacked him into the Matrix. <laughs> I know, Kung Fu. You know? It's like, oh, download the helicopter program. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, it. Dude. Do you know how to hotwire Ducati? Uh, yeah, I yeah, do yeah. now. <laughs> and I just jizzed my pants. <laughs> Funny enough, that's the exact same face when I can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, all right, so going back to the Suicide Squad. Okay. Which I thought was okay. I didn't like the Suicide Squad. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was better than the first one, but I didn't think it was like a great movie or anything. I didn't watch it. So you're um, not missing out. All right, good. You're not missing out at all. Making sure. Yeah. So in the beginning of the Suicide Squad, when you know, like Economos and them are there and they're placing bets on who's gonna survive and who won't. Yeah. Felt like a total rip of Deadpool. That's literally what the Deadpool is. is. I know. Um, I, by the way, I felt the same thing when I was watching it as well. You know the the chick in um, the Peacemaker and the Suicide Squad movie, the blonde. Yeah, Harcourt. Yeah, that's uh James Gunn's fiance. Oh, cool. She's a hottie. And I still hate, and this kind of further cements it. What feels like a one eighty on the Amanda Waller character, like. They already had the casting down to a T. Viola Davis killed it in Suicide Squad. The first one. Yeah, in The Suicide Squad, it's totally out of character for Amanda Waller to be having a temper tantrum. Right, because she's so matter-of-fact about it. Yeah, that that's like, something. blow his that, head up. That's it. That's Just something like- I've never seen. Like, the whole uh, – Amanda Waller is Amanda Waller because – in like the name of national security, she's totally ruthless and totally in control. That's why like she's like that's why she's a formidable foe. Like she's, you know, at at the level of like Batman or Lex Luthor at the top of her game. So this depiction of her like screaming it's super and people emotional. not listening to her and her not having her finger on the button and Right, because she always has her finger on the button. It's her finger that fucking pushes the button. And then she gets clobbered by her own people by a fucking golf club. Like, yeah, ha-ha, you know, 
great movie moment, but you know, you fucking just trash that character. Yeah. And then she's got her daughter out in the field. You know what was weird? You know that she was in the the Marvel movies too. Oh yeah, was, wait, who? Uh, uh Viola Davis. Yeah, but as who? Uh, she was she was uh in what what the Captain America is the one where they uh Scarlet uh Scarlet Witch blows up the side of the building by mistake, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, it's winter Civil it, War. Civil War. War, right? Yeah, that's the one. That's <coughs> where she's that's that's where she, that's the one that she's in. She meets uh one of I think it's I think it's Robert Downey Jr. at the uh at the elevator and shows her Shows a picture of her nope, son who nope, worked at the embassy. That's not her. That's not her. That's uh, the lady <clears throat> that played. Uh, I'm almost. What's her face in Luke Cage? Oh, I thought someone else pulled a Ryan Reynolds. You know. Hmm. Nope. You sure? Racist. <laughs> they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean throw I'm you. Dating the- a white girl, so I can <laughs> say it. <laughs> <laughs> not dating her, I married her. Okay, it's different. Yeah, so I didn't mean to throw you to the bus, but it was just too, it was just too funny to pass up. Nah, I know I know who you're talking about. She's the one that was in Luke Cage, and um, she played uh, the. Well, that's weird because Marvel never does that. Yeah, it was like an article about that when it was. I thought it was Viola Davis for some reason. Maybe, maybe you're right, but I Marvel never puts the same like. If you're actually, that's not true. They did that with another character. Yeah, there's someone that she. Oh, she the was chick like, from the have, chick, the chick from Eternals. The yeah, chick from yeah, Eternals she, was yeah, in she, another. She played one of the right, but you the, didn't know she not, was like not, an alien, not, not the Ravager. Like she was like heavy makeup, yeah, prosthetics. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she no, she she played the um, the lady that was in charge of the club. In in the in the Luke Cage Netflix, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, all uh, right. Look, fucking both of you. Fucking, I'm I'm here on my own, trying to hold it down. I'm talking to you. I'm <laughs> looking it up. I <laughs> joking. Why don't you have IMDb ready to go, bro? Uh, Alfre Woodard. That she played. Yes, she yes. played Black Maria. Yes, that is correct. But yeah, That's she correct. fucking killed it in that role. But yeah, she like like apparently like I think there's like some personal connection, like that's why she ended up playing the mother in the Civil War. Oh yeah, yeah. But then I, I it's remember, not the same character, is it? No, 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 no. Okay. Like I remember there's an article about it, like you know, questioning at because this was like years ago before right. like things were really coming to fruition, like as far as like Disney Plus shows and shit like that, and you know, questioning Luke's like the. Netflix shows place in the MCU, right? Especially right, right. like in light of that, is it canon? Is it not canon? Is- and, and then, and then, like on the tail of that was like Mahershala Ali getting cast as Blade, and he was, was already, already Cottonmouth, right? Oh yeah, that's right. There's not enough actors. That's the problem, <sighs> bro. But if you're gonna, I mean, I think that's I honestly on again Marvel just doing a phenomenal job. Like if you're gonna cast somebody as Blade, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that guy. Like he he's always so super. I mean, intense, if, like in if, if you if you movies, like, bro. like I mean, he's oh like you la- gotta have someone laser focused up to the intense. caliber to follow yeah. Wesley Snipes' performance. I I still say Blade One and Two are some of the most underrated fucking 
comic book movies out there. Blade One doesn't. We don't have Marvel without Blade Bro, One. Bro, I fucking yeah. loved that movie when it came out, and I still love it. It was such a that, great that, fucking. It's one movie. of the. It's one of the best opening scenes of any fucking the movie. Blood bro. Rave. Yeah, the bro. I, just, I wanted to <laughs> fuck at that rave. I would have been like, <laughs> fuck it, it's blood. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they fucking bloodbath. And yeah. the fucking sprinklers open. Oh, my God. You're like, you're watching that movie. You're like, what the fuck uh, is going on? Dude, that's the dude from Bates Motel. That's the brother. You ever seen Bates Motel with the, the, the series? The No. I I. It's, it's pretty good. I know, what, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking it. about. I know, the, I know what the mom looks like. The blonde, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't. Yeah. It's is that why Norman had problems? <laughs> is that I, why Norman? Oh man, yeah. Sorry, I get so weird. I saw him <laughs> almost through it, and we're also almost out of time. Well, I bet not. Yeah, Tyron's fault. It's always my fault. Uh, one more thing. Uh, Goff when she's having a heart to heart with mm-hmm. uh Peacemaker. Uh huh. And talking about, you know, like how, why they're trying to save humanity. Right. And like, I get, you know, the whole point of subliminal messages is subliminal, right? That's how you really get the point across. And, you know, like there was a, fuck, uh, don't be a menace to South Central LA while. Don't be a menace to South South Central Central while drinking your juice in the hood. hood. Yeah. When, you know, and do we have a, Problem. USSO. <laughs> <laughs> when um, when I forget what the fuck it is, but you know that his brother, the as the mailman, he's like message. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Message. So like when when golf talking to John Cena and she says that little bit about um, yeah, I saw the same patterns, uh, saying minor inconveniences are perceived as attacks on personal freedom. It was just way too on the fucking nose, right? And it was like. I immediately perceived it as like super fucking cunty. It, I, I was like imme- super woke. <laughs> like, yeah, I stay woke. That like it. It was like it was just way too on the nose. Uh, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because like somebody that I was talking to that was watching the show was like, "I love the show right up until they did that." Right up until they did that, that was like, oh, come on, man. Like, I don't need a comic book movie preaching or like no, a comic book like, show it's not, preaching to me. You it's, know? It's, it's not even about preaching because like I really hate that uh, shut up and dribble mentality that people have. I hate that. But there's a difference between preaching to the choir and actually articulating your point to someone that may have a counter view. You're not. Ne- you're never like that's. That's never. If you have a point, there's a difference between being like argumentative and being conversational about it, and like opening a dialogue. And when you do something like that, like you're immediately turning people off to it instead of possibly opening their minds. Yeah. So like, you, like I feel like you're taking away from your own movement or w- whatever cause you're pushing. What's the improv rule? Always say yes. Yes, and. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. Always, always say, say yes. yes. Always yeah. say yes. Yeah. The, you could it's because it if you contradict, yes you're fucking yeah. you fuck everything yeah. up. Yeah, it's yeah. it's always it's so you're right. It's always yes and yeah. right because you have to add to it. Yeah. So yes and but yeah. yes. So also Peacemaker, fantastic episode names. Oh. <laughs> Every single one was funny. Um speak speaking of what I was saying about how it didn't work logistically, uh I saw this post from um is it a meme? Cracked. 
which does oh, like I love you, Cracked. Yeah, yeah, I love Cracked. Where they were uh, talking about movies omit details for a good reason, and using the Joker sequence from uh, the Dark Knight as an example, where it was like it would have taken away from like the realism and the flow of the movie if they would have shown Joker the process of him physically setting all the bombs. But you just like, and then it, and then it would make you start to question like, how is this guy in makeup moving through the hospital unseen? Right. It's a huge amount of explosives. <laughs> it takes away from the well, movie. You, I no. never think the Joker does it though. Like I always I say, think like it's his henchmen. And shit. Right. I always think it's like his henchmen that do it. Right. It's not him. But that fucking scene in the in the hospital, when he's walking out and he's like he's hitting the fucking because yeah. it's not it's not yeah. blowing up. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's it it I think it's one of the best scenes of the entire movie, and it's like such a like I think it shows like the you level know, you of you know, craziness. And you know, it's improv. Yeah, because it wasn't because it, yeah, it was, was supposed to, to go, go off, off immediately. He stayed in character. It was like man, they kept hitting it. Doing the whole fucking thing. But, but yeah, so I see what you're saying about the henchmen, but just like in the spirit of that, I think that's something that wasn't demonstrated really in Peacemaker. Like, I get it. It's supposed to be like a ground level show. Right. And, you know, but they, they showed a little bit too much, and that took away from it. Okay. Because then, like, that's what exposed me to be like, yo, this is a fucking small town, and they're fucking blatantly gaudy. <laughs> This is ridiculous how no one's paying any attention to them. It's like, where's what's the whereabouts of Peacemaker and the fucking White Dragon? And there's all these, there's a huge presence of white supremacists apparently, <laughs> but this is a fucking peaceful, regular town. It's like, this, it's way too... You know you know what show did that to me? Uh, you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. So I love Sons of Anarchy, right? I love it. I family. love Sons of Anarchy. My family, Jack's family <laughs> but Gemma. one of the things one of the things that like got crazy about that show towards the end is like every other episode they're having like just straight like shootout shootouts <laughs> and murdering people and i'm like i'm like at some point the fbi is getting involved like I'm rico <laughs> yeah. rico jacks rico abel get him now yeah <laughs> oh abel that's a son. Yeah. His son is, yeah. That's what I meant. Abel. My, fa- my family. Everything's about family. Every fucking thing's about family. Hey, don't get me wrong. Family's important, but that show is. is like, he, was, he was Vin Diesel before Vin Diesel. <laughs> Yo, when fucking Clay's in prison and he's got to do something to be sent to the hall or whatever. And. Uh, that's a stepdad? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and uh, like, they're, they're in the little, like, uh, chapel scene. And he's like, he's like, Praise the good book of pussy. And then he bites the guy's nose off his face. He's like, now I knows the truth. <laughs> Yo, when Kurt Sutter fucking bit his, his own, own tongue, tongue off and threw it at the glass. Oh, my God, dude. So nails, Like, man. Sons of Anarchy is, like, chock full of super iconic moments. Very. Dude, the, when they fucking killed Opie, I cried. No, but when, they killed, no but when he killed his... Uh, oh I, I remember God. right after they killed his girl, like, he was like, emo Opie. Like, he went into, like, a way different character. Well, this, yo, this, yo, like, a, bro, like, that was so, it was, like, gut-wrenching. And he's trying to call her. It's such a good show, man. That's and then really it set show. up so many, like, long-standing arcs, like, like, with Tig, like, because Tig pulled the trigger. 
and it wasn't something that was resolved, like even within that season. It was like this is, bro. Like that. Like that show was like a masterclass in storytelling. That Tig is the guy from uh, Waterworld, right? The weird dude. Yeah, the yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah, how much you heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts talking to himself. That's an eccentric actor right there. That motherfucker is crazy. Yes, you know he's and and it's funny because you say he's an eccentric actor. The other one that's a very eccentric actor that was on that show is Walter Goggins, who played the the tranny or the oh fuck, I'm gonna get in trouble, but. Uh, he played the the the. I'm like, I would have remembered this. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. you're talking and about like he, they, like him and Tig are like romantically involved in yeah. shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Tig, yeah, Tig yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I gotta watch that show again. So, such a good show, man. Such a good show. But yeah. So in conclusion, Peacemaker. Very good show. Great characters. Great character development. Great action sequences. Uh-huh. John Cena is phenomenal. Okay. While still a logistical failure. What do you give it? 7 out of 10. I knew you were going to go with 7 out of 10. And I give the Snyder Cut 6 out of 10. Oh, fuck you. And if it didn't finish so fucking hard at the end, I would have given it a fucking... Four out of ten. Oh man! Like the original I, Justice I, League. I, I disagree with you wholeheartedly. The end of that movie salvaged it. It's fucking discombobulated. I'm gonna discombobulate you when this podcast is over. Also, one of the best moments of Peacemaker uh, mm. was Economos having to admit that he dyed that his beard. So beard. <laughs> it brought tears to my eyes. It was so beautiful. You know, and it demonstrated it. the growth in uh, Smith, Chris Smith, because you could see it in his face where he felt so bad, right? That he was about that he had the way he had tormented this person <laughs> that was now dear to him. That was good. Oh, which reminds me, Vigilante. Yeah, loved him. So loved him. Totally different character from the comic books. I don't even know who he is in the comic books. I don't. He's care. like some. <laughs> and, you know, and vigilant. I like the vigilante portrayal in the Arrowverse better, but this oh, this is a totally different character. Also, in this hometown, in this like small town setting, totally unrealistic. <laughs> they have they have two complete psychopaths just running around as superheroes, decapitating people. And they're like, and they're like, they have they would seemingly like based on you know, well their police station, they seem to have an adequately, at the very least, equipped police force. But they can't figure out who Vigilante is. They haven't heard these fucking explosions in the woods from him blowing shit up, and like they can't track his comings and goings. You know what's hilarious? The, the scene where they have the fucking three-way with the chick, and they're all smoking pot afterwards. <laughs> He's like, three, three, I years, shot you three guys. years ago, I would have killed right you for face. that. Right, I would have shot you right in the face. I wouldn't even thought twice about it. You know, but and you know uh, what were you saying before about the actor did a great job with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. John Cena didn't know that the dude was English. <laughs> like, like he had been working with the guy for months, and like after they were done filming, finally the guy like dropped the American accent. John Cena was like. Wait, what? Yeah, like, totally blown away by the guy. He was so fucking good in the show. He was hilarious. And then John Cena starts speaking Mandarin just to flex on him. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, so you know that um and James Gunn seemingly confirmed this by liking a tweet that was asking a question about like a vigilante is essentially an autistic character. Yes. Like he's definitely on the spectrum. Oh yeah. Well, he doesn't get any he does he doesn't get any like, yeah, like I don't know if he Okay, I don't know if they put him on the spectrum. I for sure was like this guy is like a sociopath cuz he he doesn't he has like no like social skills. Like he talks about like decapitating people like it's Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's not it's not like he doesn't see any wrong in what he's doing. So I I guess you could say he's on the spectrum. I just thought the character seemed more like a sociopath. Yeah. Well, no, no, like it was someone on Twitter that like identified like um with uh, with the character as no, being a no, not identified, but like um uh like I want to say the symptoms like 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 a like diagnosed him like a like like attributes that like a uh, yeah. autistic person will uh would portray like his inability to get like sarcasm right and you know like there's a bunch of things and then like some and then someone tweeted to James Gunn like asking him that or stating that and James Gunn liked, liked the tweet it. so like they they took that as a confirmation okay. So like that's confirmation. He yeah. doesn't have to say anything. It's just you like the tweet. You know, sometimes yeah. the, the character development, those things just come naturally, and you can put whatever you want on it. it but it's just a character. It, it might have just been that guy deciding, like the just actor. the way, just the way that he, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Same. is which is like having a ba- like you get a band. Well, I mean, because John Cena also made Peacemaker bisexual. Yeah. Well, no. Well, yes, John Cena made Peacemaker bisexual. Not James Gunn. John Cena. I didn't did say that. James. Yeah. Gunn. No. 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 I know. I know. You're right. No. 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 I, I know. I'm I fucking right. Does he have sex on the in the show? So they have a three way, and he it, he they have a three way with a chick. Him and Vigilante have a three way with a chick, and it's it's nodded that Peacemaker fucked both of them. Yeah, because like his his dad said something to that effect right, too. Right, I should have killed you. Oh, more. also when John Cena human torpedoed uh, Abadayu into the cow, that was hilarious. <laughs> What does what he say? Human torpedo. She just fucking... Human. <laughs> and then she then fucking hits her in the mouth. Uh, uh. So funny. I still think him blowing that chick up was hilarious. Dude. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. I was fucking laughing so hard because I didn't see that coming. He's like, Sonic, boom. And then all of a sudden, the fucking chick just, just gone. Just pieces of her flying everywhere. I was like, oh. Did not see that coming. Yeah, but also, that, right. like, that reminds me, speaking of random shit as a plot device, that's like he gets the file for Fireflies, and then he just happens to go home with one from the bar. Come on. All right. Carlos, have you enjoyed your time on the podcast today, sir? Yeah, it's been real fun. <laughs> it has. I really like it. This is my first, this is my first podcast. You know what's funny? Ever? Ever. I have, two, I have two friends that both have podcasts, and my boy... Hiram hit me up first before them to come on, <laughs> and I haven't talked to Hiram in forever, so that's a big ups to Hiram. Listen, bro. And thank you oh, so well, much. Listen, one of the things that me and Matt set out to do from the very beginning was that we wanted to have our, our, we wanted to have our friends on, but on top of the fact that we wanted to have our friends on, we wanted to have our friends that were talented on and that were doing stuff and that were local artists and, and, and you know, help push them. And, you know, we've had... K Kid on the show several like three times now, I think. And um, Bozo's been on the show three or four times now. And, you know, uh, I, I, 
Mike even with his band and and you know it's it's something that you know we 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 want to do on the show you know we want to have more we want to try to feature that more here um, yeah, for sure. you know and and not just and not and it's turned out that it's been music it's been more music oriented than anything else but we really do just want to push you know local talent and and you know try to give people a platform so that they can come on and bullshit and have fun with us and you know uh push whatever they're doing I mean, but then it's not also, just music we could talk about my embroidery oh man your embroidery skills are phenomenal seriously no no <laughs> I, I do crochet so really no <laughs> <laughs> fucking neither one of you get sarcasm do you <laughs> we're both autistic <laughs> jesus christ uh, well i think today was a success boys yeah Damn. you got something in your mouth Besides your tongue, little hair. Oh yeah. Were you going down on somebody before I got here? I know it's not mine because it's clean. Maybe you had some fish tacos earlier. Yeah. Oh. You know they say on on the spectrum in the rectum. Hey. <laughs> Nobody says that, bro. <laughs> Nobody says that. Someone just did. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tell him, Carlos. Uh. I'm sorry about my tranny comment. I didn't mean it like that. Oh my! See, now you making people remember I, it. I just didn't mean it like that. I, I definitely have a take back. Uh, that's it. That's my take back. That's it. Well, like, do just need to say like informally, like the whole word. I, transsexual. Okay. Just say they. They them. I'm just gonna say sorry How about that. <laughs> we'll move on from there. Well, I mean that like that that was a great role in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, it's phenomenal. He killed that role in Sons of Anarchy. And like the whole premise and then, you know, like his mother and them getting like yes. them out of the house. and The whole thing. Uh, do you watch Righteous Gemstones? Does anybody watch Righteous Gemstones? It's on HBO Max. You know Macaulay Culkin was on the last episode, He right? was. And you brought him up. That's it, like, it, I was going to bring it up. But it, was, he yeah. was, and he was awesome on the last episode. Oh, my God. You could tell he's uh, fucked up, you know, because his acting's so good. Uh, you know? Sometimes that's what it takes. You just got to get... He's not fucked up, bro. That guy... There, let me tell you something. There is no happier person on the face of the planet. No, than that not guy. like that, though. <laughs> but, like, you know, I'm sure the guy's, like, oh. been through, like, a roller coaster of things he, in his life, you dude, know? Dude. But but Walter Goggins that that's the guy that plays the 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 character that I was talking about in Sons of Anarchy. Every but time, baby you say, Billy, every baby time. Billy, baby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Walter Goggins. Yeah. He's he's fucking he's an amazing actor, bro. He's like he's like what you know, like a character actor. You know what I'm saying? He's like, been in other shit with oh Danny McBride too, though. Hasn't uh, he? he was in Vice Principles. Vice Principles. There you go. So good. That yeah. was so dark, bro. That was such a dark show. Yeah, I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't. I only saw a couple episodes. I definitely. Oh, you know who's yeah. got a great name? Who? Walter Cronkite. Cronkite. <laughs> who's Walter Cronkite? Is you he a reporter? Who, dude, Walter Cronkite is the reporter. Yeah, he's like, a reporter. He, yeah, was okay, like, exactly. he was the reporter. Like He was the guy that just used to tell you the news. Bill Hader and used to do that's the way it is. Bill Hader used to do his impression? Uh, maybe on SNL. I mean, Bill Hader's done everything. I so. love Bill Hader. He's, my, He's yeah, so I funny, bro. So you watch Barry? Uh, I saw the first season. Oh, so good. Uh, Henry, Henry Winkler's on it? Oh, my God. Phenomenal. He's a teacher, right? Yeah, yeah phenomenal. Yeah, that's phenomenal. You guys got anything else before we wrap up? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really think about killing my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I said that. I was like, man, maybe they could take it out in post. But I was just joking. No. <laughs> I mean, you know. We don't take anything out in post, by sometimes the way. Sometimes I just want to talk the shit out of the... <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, I never take it out. All right, just leave it in. Leave it in. Uh, <laughs> good night and good luck, people. <laughs> yeah. Well, what would have been funny is that if after you said that, I was like, no, he doesn't. But I think about killing his wife. <laughs> oh, please but, don't, please. my wife, please. <laughs> <laughs> this is a jam, by the way. Gracias, señor. You know when you get up and start walking in front of the cameras, I'm still recording, right? <laughs>